Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys. A podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series, Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine, or even a cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. <laughs> oh my, my name is John Sieber, and I'm happy to be here. I'm Apparently, be Kevin, is, this is the second God, time in a row where you're just is, kind of a last kind week, of a pisser. Last week, you were being a real pisser. Yeah. <laughs> now, can I you was, come in hot next time? I mean, I thought you were going second, and I was looking at our Instagram because I wanted to bring up. Some I think Instagram that's why thing. John made you come in second because he was going to see how you were. I went, yeah, I wanted to get a, a feel for your for your attitude today. <laughs> I will say there was something. There's some. I'm low energy, but I'm happy to be here. Okay. All right. And listen, I can turn it on if you guys want. I want you to turn it up. Woo! Here we go. Oh, sex. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, you're Patrick Carney? Yeah. What are you? What are you? The drummer? Okay. So um, we missed last time we did. We just have one question that I wanted to pose to you guys because I actually it was a great question for our last episode and we didn't do it. It's from KTTKNS Instagram. Okay. But. What do you think a girl the, from the last episode? Mm-hmm. One of our fans, yeah, one of our one of our B boys L- listeners. Last episode, of course, was the, the episode the episode with um uh it was Carrie dates the guy who was an alcoholic. Yes, and then, mm-hmm. uh, and then they go to the tantric sex yeah, class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's called "Was It Good for You?" Was it good for yeah. you? Charlotte's, Charlotte's man falls asleep. And yes. what do you think? Someone said this is their f- uh, favorite uh, favorite scene of hers. In the whole series, it, it, this is this is someone on Instagram said this is their yes. favorite scene. It says it's it's a fave. Of I really hope it's when Miranda and Carrie are changing sheets together. The Miranda Carrie sheet changing yes! scene is a fave yes! of mine. Thoughts on Miranda's bed karma philosophy? <laughs> I think of it every time I buy new shoes. What that was, is a, what, what was, was her, her philosophy? What was her philosophy? I don't know. Oh look. shoot, we need to watch. We'll go back and watch and see what she says. I do know she That's said a amazing. thing. She's like she's like, why are there there's some like imperfection with her sheet or something. She's like, blah blah blah, and then Carrie's like, mm. it was Carrie like a pun about on kids. Her bed her, after yeah. That, yeah, you know, I, 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 when I buy new stuff, I do that too. Like, I, I will scan something and try to find like any sort of imperfection. Like, if I'm buying a book and there's like a crease in the cover, it drives me crazy. So you yeah. don't go used books on Amazon ever. No. Oh, see, no. I do that to save money, and I'm worried about bed bugs. Okay. Oh, well, that makes sense. So when I'm they, buying, a, that's true. Yeah, yeah, when I'm buying a new book, I always go like three back and try to see if it's like the perfectly creased book. And if I'm buying clothes and there's like a little like 
like kerfuffle in the yeah. in the fabric or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. I want something that is like perfect. Man, it's funny because every that- every time I've returned clothes, I've been like, someone else is going to wear this, and then I will get a shirt, and I'm like, some guy, someone could have taken this home, yeah. it for a week and brought it back. Speaking of clothing, I should bring up my tank top. I'm you in should. Right now. I th- I thought about this when I looked at so, it. So. Uh, when I was 16, I had a little bit of a M&M hair going on. Maybe we can put the picture on Instagram. Yeah, we could do that. And, uh, I got my driver's license with this like big blonde fro because I thought it was really funny. Um, and, uh, my friend actually stole that driver's license. I think when I was like 17 and, (laughs) and I, I hadn't seen it for 17 years. And when I was 33, I was in Las Vegas for my bachelor party. And lo and behold, 24 shirts, tank tops with my 16-year-old driver's license picture came out. And this is what we wore all around Las Vegas, like a bunch of idiots. Uh, and it's it's it's, so a, funny. it's a pretty you big at, talking point. And you look eight there. Yeah. You look so you look young. Very young it, to be it is 16. Like, it is people's favorite thing when there was a group of 20 of us to be like, yo, who is that on that shirt? And we'd make them guess. And they'd be like, no, that's not you. Uh, it was really fun. And also, for if you're not looking at Instagram now, but it it's like a mosaic of your face. It's not just yeah. like a big thing. It's like multiple pictures of you. But then, wait, there's one picture yep. in on the uh, where the pocket would be on a pocket yep. tee. What so is this that is, picture? This is when uh, I was in children's theater for uh, a long time before coming here. Is and that? I had a playing card made. And this is my character's Whoa. playing card. It's a vintage Vinny playing card. Uh, yeah, that's Vinny, that's the guy me rocking a uh, a leather jacket and a really jowly unbearded face. <laughs> and what play was Vinny from? Vinny was in this children's theater that I used to do. And um, I'm trying to think who, what what kind of character Vinny would have been. And he's got a leather Sex jacket. Uh, I feel like it's Sex like the city. It's like a guy that tries to lure kids. No, well, Vinny was also, I think Vinny's age was like 11 because it was a children's theater. So right. he, oh. he would have been the kid in the New York sports club that like presses all the elevator buttons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that, that's that's my clothing situation like for today. Wait, can you real quick, this is a non-sex in the city thing, but you mentioned you have a Vinny playing card. Yeah. Can you talk about the the huge drawing you have in your living room? Yeah. Have we, never, have we never talked part? about our huge drawing? I don't think so. A good friend of mine and artist, Nicholas Forker, look up Nick Forker. Uh, he, uh, when I was getting married, my wife approached him and said, can you draw a magic card of the two of us? Cause you're into the game magic. The yes. Gathering. I haven't played in a while, but big magic the gathering fan. And so he drew a magic card of my wife and I, I didn't know about this until the day of our wedding. And she thought it would just be a normal kind of magic card size drawing. And it, it is like the size of a whiteboard. It is this massive, beautifully hand drawn pencil drawing of my wife and I, uh, as an image of Pia and Kieran Nalar, uh, in New York city. And it's, uh, it is insanely impressive. It's incredible. It's, it's insanely detailed. I, we can also, we'll get a picture of it on our Instagram, but yeah. I look like a dang game of Thrones character. She looks like an elven princess. Mm-hmm. It is the best. That's and so great. shout out to Nick Forker. Awesome artist, good friend. Well, Do you I think, think I wonder if we get Nick Forker to draw a Sex in the City Magic <laughs> the Gathering card. Yeah, with the four ladies. Oh yeah. Well, this this actually all ties together. Kimberly uh, from Sussex. She's from Sussex via London, and now she lives in uh, San Francisco. She actually said that we we asked for guests to recommend, and she said she was just happy to just have a few weeks back. It was just us, 
and now it's just us again. Yeah, we don't have a guest today. We don't have a guest. No. It's just brought us. anyone in. So I thought. So thank you for saying that, Kimberly. That's Thank why you, Kimberly. we're doing it just Makes us. Makes me feel but, really good, Kimberly. But also, and with you giving that little personal info, you also had a tweet that said, "If we were a Sex in the City guy, oh yes, what uh, would our eccentricity be?" So yeah. since you play Magic the Gathering, why don't we why don't we go oh, around okay. and we can say like one or two interests that we have in what we'd be in Sex in the City? Sure. Yeah. The and, tweet. The tweet. And if we from have any, Jumbotronic. Jumbotronic. Oh, Jumbotronic. Jumbotronic. He said. If you guys were one of the many, uh, w- which girl would you be dating, and what would be your character's eccentricity? Yeah, yeah. So, so John, what would yours be? I, I, I you know, I'm, without thinking about this too hard, I think it is obvious that I would be like the closeted power nerd. I think uh, mm-hmm. my whole life, I think people didn't really know how super nerdy I am. Love anime, love magic cards. Love video games. Like, I'm trifecta of nerdiness. I don't LARP. I have LARPed, but I don't do it regularly. For uh, those listening, what is LARP? Live action role play. <laughs> uh, I did it in Prospect Park. There was a bunch of guys doing it, and, like, I I'm, I was bigger than them all, and I'm like, I'll just take a battle axe and, and hit you all down, but I didn't have, like, the right armor, and they, they had their little javelins. It was an awful experience. That being said, I would be, like, the power nerd, and I think I would probably... Um, I think, like, Miranda would be... Uh, very supportive of my nerdiness, but it would bring it to an end. No, no, I think I think uh, I think Miranda could work with a power nerd. So I don't think that's who I would who I would be dating. I think uh, I think Carrie. I think that that character would probably date Carrie, and it would probably cause her to like have a self reflective moment of like, what are like the things that I'm guarded about that I hide? Like like because if you think about it, nerds get a lot of like like goffer at least they yeah, did when yeah. i was growing up and be like you like fantasy like you dork but like there's no real difference between like being really into fashion and being really into fantasy or be re- being really mm-hmm. into uh clothes like purchasing clothes or being really into purchasing comic books yeah. you know? i can like already actually like hear I, the scene i was like you know i had to wonder are we all just role-playing through our lives yeah and so <laughs> i think and she, she shows up in larping gear and you're like yeah, you can't hang i think she would she would like like date the guy she would be like kind of like into it but there would be like one nerdy thing that would like push her over the edge or like he would choose to like like uh tap his mana cards rather than tap that ass if you know what i mean wow <laughs> magic fans out there where you at anyway um yeah that's that's, that's great that's, that's, a, that's really a good great detailed one i think without thinking too hard about it mine would be we've talked about this before Mine would be like the guy that made all this organic food on his own. <laughs> and it would, be, it would be one of two things. It'd either be like the guy, because we've talked about before how like I like to cook and I'm into food, but I've like, I have made the this kimchi. Is, this is not an exhaustive list, but I have made my own kimchi. I've made my own sauerkraut. Yogurt. I've made my own yogurt last week. I've made my own kombucha. Kombucha, yeah. I've made my own preserved lemons, which is like a, a, a it's a Middle Eastern food, I think. And there's many other things that I've made. I can't do it, honey. His kitchen smells worse than my hoo-ha. <laughs> exactly. But that's what I was going to say. It would be like, at first, he'd be like, oh, yeah, he's like very organic and he lives deep in Brooklyn. And then, well, they probably would hate me because I live deep in Brooklyn, too. But then it would just, yeah, it would be like, oh, God, I think I need to douche his whole apartment. <laughs> so that would be the first thing. The second thing would be, I would be a guy who... I'm I I hate this about myself and I'm like always about five minutes late mm-hmm. um and and you guys know this because I've been late to podcast so many times but like you were five minutes late I was five tonight. minutes late tonight and um and uh but and, the, and that's fine 
And no, I'm, I'm telling you. It's totally cool. It's, it's totally cool. It's five minutes. Totally I'll never cool. get back, but that's fine. You take them. <laughs> the thing that sucks about being that person is that you make those people late, but then when you're on time somewhere, you realize when someone's late to meet you, you're like, this sucks. And I've done this to so many people. But I would be... But it's not that I would be the guy to be five minutes late. It'd be that I, I do this in my life all the time. I leave the apartment and I will go back like three times because uh, I'll be like, dang it, I forgot my glasses. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I forgot this. And my old roommate used to always be like, wait, what are you coming back in for? And yeah. so there'd be an episode where it was finally like, Samantha realized not only did he have to go back in the apartment, but he had to go back to his life without her. <laughs> like it would always be the dude that just kept running back in. I felt like I was his keys. He always forgot me. <laughs> and he didn't know which lock to stick it in. <laughs> so that, that would be mine. Kevin, what would be yours? Um, I think I think mine would be, because I was trying to think of my interests, and it's not, they kind of cover a lot of my interests, which are like, I like music and film, and, the, and like, there you have like the playwright who's like religious and stuff like that. Mm. And I was like, but I actually think one that could be a good episode is a lot of people, and I didn't realize this till other people say it, but people say that I'm horrible at keeping secrets. <laughs> and and, and usually yeah. it's if someone says like, do not tell anyone, I won't. But but anything said to me in confidence, like it needs to be laid on the table or else I'm like, I'm an open book. Yeah. I guess everyone else is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I've had girlfriends, I have I've had friends, like someone will be like, Oh, you told me that like, oh yeah, I would never tell Kevin anything that he doesn't right. want. And That's I'm like, so funny. I'm like, oh man. It's, you know, it's funny though. I will say to your credit, cause I do think that's true when you said <laughs> that. The same thing with like me being late where you guys are like, yeah, you were late tonight. But, but you are correct that if I've ever had to tell you something where I'm like, hey, you can't tell anyone this, you hold to that very well. Yeah. And, and, and better than if you were like, you can't be late. I'm like, I still might be kind of late. Yeah. <laughs> I well, can be on time. Who would you date? Oh yeah, we never. I, th did. I think that uh, who would it be? I guess. I guess in that, if it not just because I'm attracted to her, I'm attracted to all of them really. But maybe Charlotte would be the one who like finally lets a secret in, and I tell everyone because yeah. because Carrie writes about she's and, an open and book. You can't Samantha. like Samantha. Yeah, you can't. There's yeah, she there's, has no secrets. Yeah, but I I do think it would probably be Charlotte. I also I feel the same way about secrets. Kind of. When I was growing up, like anyone that came over was like, go to the fridge, eat anything you want. Yeah. Like our house is your house. And, and that's how you are now as an adult. Whenever I am. You come over <laughs> to anyone's house. You kind of open the fridge and help yourself. No, one time I went over to, to our mutual friend Harlan's house and, and I just like, I walked in and there was like a few new people there and it was like quiet and people were just like kind of talking and then they all burst out laughing. And I was like, what? And they're like. When we heard you come in, I told the new people, I said, he's going to come in. This is what Harlan said. He's going to be really loud and make a big grand entrance and everyone's going to laugh. And then he's going to look, th open the fridge, close it, look in the cupboards, close it, not eat anything, go back to the fridge and then get a beer out. And that's like the exact thing I did. <laughs> and I was hilarious. like, you were right. And fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you said you would be with Charlotte. I Charlotte. And I think the secret thing would yeah. be mm -hmm. secret, I, secret. Mine would be like the the smelly organic food guy or the guy that always goes back. And I think that the girl I would date, I would have an affair with Susan Sharon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the guy whose husband. No, I think that I would date. I think that I would. I think I would date Carrie. I think that I would date Carrie. I would want to date Charlotte. We've talked about on the podcast, like who our favorites mm -hmm. are. And Charlotte's not necessarily my favorite, but 
I would want to date her. I'd at least want to get one of those tantric hand jobs from her. Yeah, I would totally want to get a a good old grundle squeeze. Okay, we need to remember this. Wait, John, who would you date? So as I said, I think I think Miranda would be too. I think Miranda would be too accepting. No, but so that's why I don't think that character would date Miranda, and I and I don't think Samantha would like care as long as the sex were good. So I think it would either be Charlotte or Carrie. Yeah, I think it'd probably be Carrie, and then it'd, it'd bug her. And I think. If I were dating Carrie, I would just bro out with Big. I would like want to be good friends with him, and that Heck would yeah. also like bug her. Dude, how sick would that be if you were on an episode and you're trying to get his approval, and then you invite him to a Magic the Gathering tournament, and he comes with you? Hell yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I need to remember. Let's make a deal right now. I'll remember to post a picture of us with an explanation. People can write. Uh, on the Instagram, they can write below it. Okay, cool. Their thing too. Their Ooh, eccentricity, right? Awesome. What's um, the, what is the episode? Just- okay, so the episode today is called Twenty Something Girls versus Twenty oh. Something Women. Ooh, yeah. Girls versus women. Oh Good. man, and yeah, it's gonna be a good episode. Yeah. Awesome. I already saw a little spoiler, but I'm excited. Ooh. All right, all right, we'll be back. Bye. Everyone dies. Just kidding. Episode twenty nine. Twenty Something Girls versus. 30-something women. Carrie unexpectedly runs into Mr. Big and his new 27-year-old girlfriend Natasha at a Hamptons party. Miranda tries in vain to have some mature fun in the Hamptons, while Charlotte pretends to be in her 20s so she can date a cute 26-year-old. Samantha's 25-year-old ex-assistant is hired to throw a big Hamptons party using her Rolodex for the guest list. And now... Back to the boys. Welcome back. I'm going to do an early prediction and say that I think we will have an er, a very early disparity between between scores. Okay. Just right. the uh, just the reaction from the re- okay. That's fair. And I I want I know where you're at, John. Which I don't know where you're at, Corey. And I just want you to start before the conversation goes. Where have a strong idea of of what. Your score should be. Because should we should we do scores right from the get go? I think from now on we should do scores immediately after. Immediately after, and then discuss. Okay. Because I. How are we going to end our episodes then? We'll still do it. We'll say what it was. I and mean, we could do a podcast within a podcast to end the episode. And just say yeah. Score talk. Called st- it's score. <laughs> it's score talk. talk. Because Numbers. I think there's something to that. The listen, the conversation. That's why we're doing this. All right, let's go. But you have our. I'm ready. We, I need a pen. For our listeners, I don't have a pen. All right, here's your pen. You could just hide your number somewhere else, but I have my number. I have... Stick your number where the sun don't shine. I have mine, and I'm writing it down right now. Oh, my gosh. So I I have one of two numbers in my head, and I was thinking about it near the end. Oh, it's... 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 Five. It's tough. Four. Three. Two. One. Four three point seven five, four cosmos. What did you say? I said one. One. I said three point seven five. I was almost going to go four, but I, I'm still saving my. I'm That's saving so, my big numbers for later. It was good. I thought it was great. That's so interesting because I, I loved every second of it, and wow. I I don't necessarily. I do know a few reasons why, and I. Th- I just you're on Molly. That's the first one. <laughs> you're on MDMA Everything right now. I took bags full of MDMA before, I just and kept, I was just kept rubbing your gums. I was yeah. I was no. Um, I guess 
we'll start with that. I don't know if anyone's out there. This episode's what twenty something versus thirty something. Twenty something girls. Twenty something girls. Twenty something no. women. Yeah, twenty something. Yeah, or thirty something girl. women. No, it's twenty something girls versus twenty something women. women. I believe okay. yeah. is the title. So I mean, hmm. go ahead, John. What what bothered you about the episode? Um, I didn't like anything about. No, that. sorry. 20-something girls versus 30-something women. Yes. You were correct. So that makes way more sense. I didn't like really much of that episode until Big showed up, which was like the last, what, three minutes? Three, two minutes? Three, three to four Where it was minutes. actually became, like, everything about it seemed like the boring part of a movie when they go to the beach. Like, mm-hmm. like it was, it was just not, the storylines weren't compelling. I wasn't engaged. Like, Carrie's like the the majority of the episode she was hanging out with that boring 20 something year old girl like assistant which made no sense her love interest was boring huh. uh like like Samantha's storyline was boring to me well Char- Sam- Charlotte's was kind of funny like Samantha so, okay. Samantha's was uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, she yeah, had yeah, a 20 something yeah. assistant the, the who, who ended up stealing the party like, gig from like, her yeah Without Big dating Natasha, which is how the episode ended, that uh, that episode just didn't have any legs for me whatsoever. Had a it, lot of legs was. for me when they did that one scene when all those girls on the beach rolled over. Oh, oh a lot of legs. Okay, sorry, and was there even a really Miranda storyline? Yeah, it was that she's a bummer and hates <laughs> the beach. Miranda's storyline was like she's pale, that, she burns easy, and she doesn't want to hang out. And with she's the beach. not fun in the Hamptons. It like, was funny yeah. during the episode. I was like, everyone makes a big thing about how. Like Miranda is who everyone should be because of the politics, but I was like, lately it's sort of been like she's she's a pretty huge bummer it, all the time. It is like but the past couple episodes, she's just like, well, I'm gonna go home. Yeah, I think like she she woke up early to get so, fresh air one morning, and then she noticed someone puked outside. Yeah. So Kevin, you love the episode so much. You why don't you do a recap of of what happened in that episode? What's okay. all that white powder on your hands? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> anyways, have you guys ever listened to house music? Yeah, can we put out some EDM while I'm doing this? <laughs> um, okay, so Kevin's not on Molly. The He's not the, on epi- Molly. the episode, um, the episode is is opens up. They talk about how great the Hamptons are and how they need to get out of the city because it's August, and um, and so. They're like, we used to do all these like shares, like a house share, but we won't do that now because we're older. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Samantha. Her PR assistant uh, is like really mean to her and basically quits. Then they go out, they get a share out in the Hamptons because it's super expensive out there. So they got a house to share. Um, Charlotte ends up hooking up with this 20 something year old dude. He ends up giving her crabs. Mm -hmm. And then Carrie, when she's on this beach party, runs into this uh, aspiring writer who happens to be a virgin and but still loves Carrie Bradshaw and is like, I'm a huge fan of yours and just wants to be with her and hang out with her and see what her life is like. And then Miranda hates the beach, but loves empowering women and want, can't wait to get back to the city where she continues her work at a law firm, but she hates the beach and burns and doesn't put on any um, sunscreen. Right. And then, uh, is that all of their storylines? And then... Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go to this big hoedown at the end. Um, I mean, Carrie meets the most boring. Oh, human Carrie being meets that Carrie, this, this doctor. Carrie does meet a guy that it seems it's like, like they're like gaslighting us to think that this guy is like attractive and interesting. Yeah, or but, he was going to do some Dexter shit. Like he was just like <laughs> yeah, so. I agree with well, that. She, yeah, she meets a guy who has a place out in the Hamptons and sort of like has all of his his shit together. They go to this Hamptons hoedown that is actually put on by Samantha's young PR agent she's 
uh, gonna got this huge gig and it's all going great. And then Carrie runs into big devastating. And then the party starts going to shit. And then Samantha saves the day and saves the party. Um, and then the entire theme of it is basically they have these younger doppelgangers, not doppelgangers, but these younger people that are aspiring. It's like what life is like in your twenties versus your thirties. Mm-hmm. Did Miranda have a younger bummer? No, <laughs> there was no. a girl that was like Which, 23. That, that would have like... been a soup that, that actually would have been really interesting to yeah, be totally. like, everyone's shitting on this person, but this is actually the person who it's important what she's doing. That would have mm. helped it, but there's not enough time. Yeah. So I guess I will say, Corey, you liked the episode too. So mm-hmm. why don't you say why you liked the episode? And I can say why I liked it because John hate, you gave it a 0.5. Until Big Show. Until Big Show. Yeah. So I okay. So I full disclosure. One of the reasons I liked it. This is the first time I've ever done Molly, and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's like oh my gosh, I love it. Just was you're talking. Keep rug, rubbing my thighs. Oh, so yeah, anyway, that was unbelievable. Uh, take an ice cube and John, melt it put, on your chest. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Mm, Dick, Jeremy, can you turn that fan up a little higher? Oh um. No, I, it's funny that you said it felt like a boring movie because taking the boring away, it did feel like a movie. I don't know what, maybe yeah, it's, yeah, maybe yeah. it's because they were in a different location, Yeah, but it did have this kind of like nineties movie feel to it. Just like the walk, when they were walking on the beach, Carrie and, and the boring doctor, it just like felt like I, the scene <laughs> in like the coming of age movie where they're like getting away from their parents right. and walking up the shore and it's like. It just did not feel like Sex in the City. Yeah. I will. I will say, like, I agree. <laughs> the doctor things. Like, I think we were all kind of thinking it. Say and, and okay. Okay. okay yeah. So okay, I'll, I'll say, say the doctor. Say what you thing like, and we'll have plenty of time to shit okay. on the doctor. Okay, we'll shit on the doctor later. Um, I think what I liked was like I. I didn't even really see it till you just said it, but I didn't even see the younger doppelganger ish things. But like, I like Samantha's. I like the interplay with like Samantha and her younger, her younger assistant. Um, I liked that they were all at this Hamptons house. Also, we will talk about this, but we recorded an episode in the Hamptons recently. Yep. You mm. work in the Hamptons basically every summer because yep. of your job. So like that was a thing where I was like, that does seem very New York. They rode the yep. Hampton Jitney, which mm-hmm. is a bus I've never ridden the Hamptons. Right. And it seems awful. And I think they probably did. A, it, it seems like they did justice to being like, you got to wait yeah. in line. That seemed very New York. Yeah. I think some th- cool fashion in this one. I don't know. There was just something about the feeling of it that like, it didn't seem like the normal, we're all going to brunch. We all are. And they were together the whole time. And I felt yeah. like they had a strong dynamic together and mm-hmm. it felt really fun. And when big came back in, I was like, oh, this is kind of the serious thing. They talk yeah. about in Texas city where it's like, we have some drama coming in mm-hmm. and you actually, there was a good moment where when she runs away at the end, he's like, I I, I was going to call you. And you're like, oh, for as messed up as relationship that they have, he really, he really likes her. And now he's like, I don't even know how old this young girl is. Yeah. And he's going to definitely stay with that young girl for at least a couple months. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. not going back on that. I One thing I hated about it was Carrie's fake vomiting at the end. <laughs> I am, and this is true, I am a stickler for vomiting in movies because it's never done well. There's one movie... There's one movie, maybe the butterfly effect. There's some movie where it's done really well. It's usually 
done terribly. <laughs> can, can you please like write a blog about this? I, I really should, or at least start an Instagram. It's so funny. It's done so poorly. I'm watching I love, me. I love if there's some person in the car on their way to work right now. They're like, finally, somebody. Come on. It's so true. I mean, I, Ashton Kutcher, like, it's not his greatest work, but, but Amy vomit. Smart vomited really well. <laughs> the script is all over the place. It's a, t- it's, 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 it's so many logic problems with the vomit, but uh, maybe it's not that one. I'm watching Maniac on Netflix right now. And it's got some great things, but like, there's a terrible vomiting scene. Yeah. It's just it, t- and and she didn't even vomit. Nothing. So came that's out of her mouth. that. That's that where it lost the one point two five. That's that's where it, that is where it lost that quarter cosmos. So that's what I. I yeah. That's stuff I liked about. It. I will say that that if there is an episode that's perfectly designed for our life experiences, that was the episode. Okay. With my experiences in the True. Hamptons with someone writing a book about being a thirty year old virgin. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Kevin? Well, this is this is what I would say about what I liked about it, which was the I I think that it would be wrong to it would be wrong to just be like anytime they leave the city, it's wrong. Like August in New York sucks. We're in, we're a month out of it. August right. in New York is is dead. It sucks. Everyone's complaining, and it's just like and it's hot and it's and hot. Gross. So that's true. Going out to the Hamptons for people of their ilk is totally true. The reason why you get to go out there and I do sometimes is like not for a glamorous life that they're doing. It's like for right. for work. But that's that's so true. And then on top of that, so it's a very it's a, as New York of a show as any episodes that they have. Sure. I agree. On top of that, it's it's going through 20 like 20s to 30s like being I'm 33 and the the conversations that they're having the whole time is like what most people my age are talking about between ages like i hang out with people that are like 28 to 40 or so and that is one of the main things it's like you see these new people get off the bus all the time that come into new york and that is a normal you just i just stand at the bus stop and i'm just like here the here the graduates here's a do here's, here's a newbie here yeah. no but like being around those people so i th- i thought the archetype of like the young writer who's like oh my gosh i met my hero archetype of like the bitchy girl who's just like i'll start my own shit and it actually goes well but she doesn't know shit is true and and ha- someone who's struggling right now currently with crabs and how to get rid of it. No, <laughs> no, but but then also the personal things. I wrote a stand-up storytelling show called Thirty Year Old Virgin, which uh, which you know we, we advertised on here, and I may have a few more shows. I'll let you guys know. But <laughs> there was those connections. But also, I just thought the theme as a whole, and I like I liked that it, it felt like a movie in that it's like it led up, and then it's like the party scene. Um, it did have the climax and then they brought it back in. So I I just thought it was a great episode. I don't, I don't think I I was just surprised that you didn't like it. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't like it that much. Cause thematically, did you even try any of the Molly? (laughs) It was so good. There was a mountain of it. I just never got around to it. I I already sweat enough as it is. (laughs) No. Yeah. yeah. Why did you hate it so much? I just kind of said, I mean, it it didn't, it didn't do anything for me i I guess i am coming to realize the why i like the show is you have these four women who are getting into antics like on their own and then they're coming to each other to help resolve those antics or share about those antics and it's it's a show about their relationship not only with each other in new york and how good of friends they are and this episode 
Too many antics? It, there were, it didn't feel like there were any antics. Like, I just, I don't feel like there was any, like, there was no scenes where, like, they were really, like, trying to help each other and, and, and like, mm. figure each other out and, like, share with each other. It was just kind of like, some Charlotte's doing her thing over there, and uh, I it, it, it just wasn't... I don't know. I, there, there was. I agree with you. Were saying like them sitting together on the beach, and then them being like Charlotte put on oil. Yeah. I don't even want to get like you're right. That was kind of a just sitting there, not much scene. Yeah, it, just, I, it didn't feel like uh, an episode of Sex and the City to me until the very end. And then, and then you know, a, a rating of one is probably too low. I, I definitely did not like the episode until the end. When Big came back, it was like, oh, this is real. Mm. It, like when and when I saw him, I was literally like, <gasps> I gasped. And I mean, Carrie's line to him is, is it you? It was like, <laughs> I thought it was, it was, it was surprising, but probably pretty good. Like, I feel like someone wouldn't have composure if they saw someone like him. Yeah. That's they how, how long I've like had a relationship the chest, experience you know? before uh, where you like lose composure. Uh, I, I remember like I had a thing one time and someone threw some keys to me. We were on a road trip and I had this like realization about a relationship and someone threw keys to me and it felt like a movie where like they just hit my hand and fell to the ground and I couldn't catch it and I felt like I was getting a fever and I was like oh my god <laughs> and then I realized I, Chris Noth was dating someone else <laughs> yeah and I was really sad yeah I will say that I sorry, want him back. The, the the Hampton stuff they did really well uh I I frequent the Hamptons as Kevin mentioned I've spent seven summers out there now so cool. uh, yeah, I'm really cool. Uh, for work, we we go out there every every summer. Myself and five other people get a house. What would uh, you say is work out there? Five. So it's similar to what they said. There's yeah, yeah we we share a big Let's house. Go ahead and do the the one episode of this. We'll do most Hamptons, least Hamptons. Oh sure. Um, the most Hamptons thing. Um, uh, Hamptons. First of all, for those of you who aren't familiar, is it is it like it's an absolute scene. Like it is the most sceny scene out of all of New York. You take everyone who's into the New York scene, the party scene, and you put them in a very small village or one bar in Montauk. And like, it is just a crowded raging party if you want that. And we did that like once or twice and vowed to never, ever go near that ever again. So yeah. my Hamptons experience is like grilling in the backyard, swimming in our pool and chilling out at the beach. Uh, so like the scenes where they're at the parties, where they're like these huge raging parties where people are thrown up everywhere, where like people are driving really expensive cars just and not smoking and sitting in a, like a giant plant. Just Seriously, like in the just middle smoking of the in the house. Like people will just like people like <laughs> the amount, like they lose all respect for themselves and, and <laughs> the city when they're out in the <laughs> I think Kevin's alluding to. Uh, Kevin, no. we can talk. We can talk about it. We, of when, of when Corey the times, tasted the scene a little bit. I, I, so, so okay, when you were talking about that, I have come up because both of you guys go there for work. Well, there's a place I, called Stephen Talkhouse. Right, Stephen Talkhouse. Stephen Talkhouse. Stephen Talkhouse. Steve. <laughs> can we do an episode of Steve Talk at Stephen Talkhouse? Yeah, oh at, next summer we will we'll do, do a live. A, we will do a full. Our Steve talk at Stephen Talk House. If we can get fucking David Eichenberg out, even that'd be even, insane. Even if it's at like 10 a.m. when they're, they're mopping up the floors, yeah, yeah. we're still doing Completely. it. Completely, that dude, that would be amazing. Mark that would actually words. read. That would 
that would renew the experience of what we were going to ta- what we were going to talk. About. Yeah, so yeah. Funny. So like Stephen Talkhouse is a bar, and it, it it's this a, is it's my a, just a great normal bar. Yeah. I would I don't know if I would say great. If it's it a, was a, if it's, it's a like, bar. If it was in another they city, serve drinks. If it was in another city, it would it'd be, be fine. Like, it'd be fine. It'd, it'd be, be fine. It'd but be like it, a, on a Saturday night, we were in line. We were we went there. We saw a big line. You kept on saying, "Let's not go." John kept on being like, "There's no reason to go." There's a cover. We're like. Because of what you just described, how everyone just packs into a place. Yeah. And we went, and just on a Saturday night, it was a $35 cover. Yeah. For and, like, and maybe for, 100 people in line. For like a like a, an average bar, like below average bar. Yeah. Anywhere else I don't in the even world. know if there was a, was there a band Probably not. Playing? No, just to get inside. And then there's no band playing. And then, and then a few, we like asked some people and they were all like, People decked out, some of them, like they all looked 21, 22, yeah. and then also some like just oddly old people. The locals, are, the Hamptons locals, the, well, which the, is what they didn't show in Sex and the City is the raging Hamptons locals who hate everyone from New York City. Mm-hmm. Well, we that would have been a good storyline. A Hampton local driving Carrie off the road in his pickup truck. And then Miranda, <laughs> and, then Miranda and that person get to be friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's a bummer. But we ended up just going to the bar next door right. where there's... I think it still had Indian a Wells five, Tavern. Indian Wells Tavern, and it had a five dollar cover or no cover. Yeah, and literally, wait, there was an option. No, I don't, <laughs> I I don't know. Say, I was there was either. Uh, I'll pay five. Yeah, like, I'll pay five. Uh, I want to support the. Do you, mind, do you mind if I don't pay? They're like, yeah, 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 yeah it's totally ahead, optional. Go ahead, go no, but we went in hat, and it was the same thing, like normal bar, and just no one was there because whatever was happening inside, it was such a it was not a ruse. A yeah, it was such like yeah. Yeah. A, a ruse. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that makes me be like thankful I have friends that I like to spend time with totally. rather than being like, what's going on in there? I, yeah. I wonder what the Coors Light is yeah. like inside. Yeah. <laughs> but we got we had a we had a real nice time. We had a, we had a pretty good time. <laughs> can and we post that picture? No, uh, I I don't know if we. You know what? It's if the I cigarette ever... that makes it bad. Anytime there's a picture oh, of me with gosh. the cigarette, I'm like, this will never be anywhere. I, yeah, yeah if you, if I'm I... like Barack Obama. There's, there, it's like I've smoked before, but there's no evidence yeah. of it anywhere. There's <laughs> that one Obama smoking picture though. There's the one there's and the one. That's it. He yeah, still smokes. Okay. Um, and then I, uh, so I'm gonna go back to the Lee Hamptons yeah, thing. Yeah, the yeah. Lee Hamptons thing is if you think that they're. Like apartments are crazy. Like the fact that the four of them are getting a house on the beach, that would, I mean, those houses are, you know, millions upon millions of dollars to rent those for, to rent those for the month of August. You're looking at 250 grand for the month. That's insane. So like they're not, they're not sharing a good deal in a house on the beach. That's just not going to happen. Man. But you did say most Hamptons, you said the party they went to, the like hoedown, that oh, yeah. happens. Yeah, I've been, I've, the Hamptons yeah, hoedown. I mean, I have, I've had some clients who've invited me to their, billionaire clients who've invited me to their parties. And really? Like big, crazy theme parties. What was the theme? The theme, uh, the one that we went to most recently was like German beer hall. So they'll have like a German beer, they'll have like a German band, they'll set up like a huge imitation beer hall. Everyone will be wearing Lederhosen. You know, of course, I just wore my like uh, Costco uh, nice shirt that I have because I have one nice shirt. It's from Costco, and uh, and and th- there's like beer tastings and like waiters walking around. It's just like that crazy. People dressed up like Hitler. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just feel I feel bad for Germans in general that it's like that. That's always there. The client is dressed. <laughs> Your billionaire client is because he's like, what are you gonna do? I'm a billionaire. Um, um, dude, sorry, that's... he's not. I want to protect your job. <laughs> want to protect your job. He or she is not. So okay. So people do do things like the Hamptons hoedown. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Um yeah. All right. every every weekend. Every weekend, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, there is there is a Hamptons hoedown happening on a beach. Let's just get it out of let's there there are a lot of things to touch on in this episode though. Mm-hmm. One we can just get out real quick. That the doctor guy, it wasn't even that it was a lame story. Dude. It was just like there was a thing where they I, I've said this I've said this to they pressed my in hard to I've, the theme. I just I've said this to women in my life that I'm friends with and I'm like I am not trying to be like hey man hey I'm I listen I like women I'm not but I'm like I a lot of times will be like I don't know if that guy's attractive or not. Like some guys, I'm like, oh, that guy's. But this guy, I was like, that guy was so normal. I yeah. know, but so not like there were some ra- guys where I'm like, oh yeah, that dude is a hot guy. But like this guy was like, the way they're yeah. freaking out over him, he and, does. He seems like the most normal guy ever. Yeah. In the last episode, Carrie was like, I'm gonna break my rule and give that the the addict, the alcoholic, her number. Mm. Right. This one, she gave her number to this doctor so willy-nilly. Yeah. Just like, I, and that guy was the most boring person. Was it because they were like, it was, he's good on paper? Was yes. that the joke? They mentioned the it. Deal? Yeah, they mentioned but it. But they also, times. first of all, I thought it was actually funny how regular he was, and I feel like they'd ratcheted, even up the music was just like, yes, total like Cheryl, Cheryl Crow. Crow yeah. Music. Yeah, but, but also... That like he he's the only one that they know that owns a place. So he's representative of like, oh, he's what we want as thirty something women. That's what you really want. You don't want to get That's crabs true. from a from a dude. Yeah. So I feel like even the fact that like he's the first dude they've had in a while who hasn't like had a six pack or something. He just had like a hairy chest and sort of like. So <sighs> I thought that part was funny. I don't know why it. I just I think guess I, I didn't see I didn't see it as much like you're saying. Now that kind of makes sense if you look into the theme. Yeah, I just think that And that, he was a doctor and they were like, Oh my gosh, you're a doc what kind of doctor? And he's like, Oh, I'm this kind and they're like and Samantha's can like, Can get, you get us drugs? I can get him some pubicide. I think that my problem with this episode is just like the doctor, that in three years from now I will have forgotten every single thing about this episode except, except for Carrie seeing the well, You See I well, sorry, Kevin. like there's zero percent chance I or hundred percent chance I forget every single other thing. I, I already forgot it all. I don't think I will because I thought I I thought the Charlotte getting crabs thing kind of a funny memorable moment. Yeah, I did. Oh, think, by the way, in the Hamptons, ticks are real. I find ticks on myself all yeah, the time. That I, scares me. I thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought Carrie's outfit with the cowboy hat. That's like kind of, we know from, that's been on that's Dan iconic. Clay's. That's iconic. Dan mm-hmm. Clay, yeah. Carrie Jackson, Dragshaw's dressed up like that. I thought it was, I they they totally left Carrie's relationship with the younger writer. They completely left that storyline yeah. hanging. But I did think that was kind of a weird, interesting thing. Um, I don't know. No, I, she, I thought I would remember things. I I mean, we just fundamentally disagree. I would say it's, some things that it's were a, it's, that it's, were it's causing a big chasm between you and I right now. Well, I mean, I'm glad we got out of the way because I wouldn't have wanted to. I wouldn't want us to fake our feelings the whole time and then it get to the end and then I we all just we both go to like two point five. Well, I'm not sure. Like, I want to host a podcast with someone who likes that episode. Well, I'm not sure that I even want to finish this episode. I want to get out of here right now. Okay, guys, here's Molly some, has totally worn off. <laughs> here's some actual, not controversial, when she says one thing that was funny, when she was just like, I'm not some kind of Lewinsky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is funny because, because that's referring to someone that makes handbags. 
<laughs> just kidding. That's true. <laughs> because she's saying, she's like, you didn't do anything. So that means that girl's not having sex, not blowing anyone. No jobs. Said that. No, jo- said no jobs. No jobs. Um, I thought that was funny. And um, have you guys been listening to Slow Burn Slate podcast? No. Yeah. Season two is about the Clinton Lewinsky scandal. Ooh. The first one's about Watergate. Exceptional podcast. Oh, I'll listen to where I run. I love and, podcasts. And just in general, like it already has culturally the past, like, I don't know, five, 10 years. But just the way they botch, just the way that we look at Monica Lewinsky looking back is versus when it was happening is just so interesting. Yeah. As a cultural thing. And they get into that. The other thing is they just drop a hard FAG at the beginning of the episode. And I'm like, that would not fly now. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Eminem? Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely two of the things that in this episode definitely felt. Very dated, very like dated. that dialogue. Even, even you know, like you know, like the the sassy women or men who are like, you know, friends with a lot of gay dudes. You still don't want casually drop drop that on the phone when you're talking to a client or anything. I mean, that's just, yeah, in an office, in, in an a office, work environment. Never, I mean, she just dropped it yeah. hardcore. You know, one thing that there wasn't a lot of in the episode, and it happens with Charlotte, but. There wasn't any like sex. Like I feel like we've had a couple episodes before this that were like pretty sexy, or there was yeah. like someone sleeping with someone. There wasn't really any of that besides right. Charlotte waking up on the couch with that dude. You realize they yeah. did, and then he gave her crap. It was it wasn't sex in the city. It was cuddling and the beach. It was that's, mm. that's such a bullshit thing to not like. Like anytime they're not in the middle of like a bunch of buildings waltzing down the street, being like, "Ooh, we're going to a club." It's not sex in the city. It's like <laughs> freaking lay off. Someone know. got crabs. There was sex. They just didn't show it. You can get crabs from just press this, from just you know from grind, just rubbing from just your rubbing. pubes up yeah. against someone else. Maybe Dude, a classic a Charlotte Charlotte pub rub. Good, All right. good old fashioned Hamptons pub rub. Yeah. Um, this is <laughs> is that was that, is that a very Hamptons thing? <laughs> that is the most Hamptons thing of the episode. No one has sex out there. They just rub their rub pubes their together. Pubes, yeah. Listen, here's the most Hamptons thing for me is just when you're walking around and you just hear someone yelling, they're on a fucking barge. That's the, <laughs> most Hamptons. They're on a fucking barge. That was, the fireworks. That was about the fireworks barge. Yeah. Okay, this is, this is one thing that I do think we should talk about. One thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme to remind myself other times I tried. All so I hard. know. <laughs> if we got any Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park fans I out here. I love when you guys get really into music and my eyes just completely, <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing, but I love it. John legitimately, those listeners out there, does not listen to music. Mm, it's I, true. It's, yeah, it's true. You don't. Okay, so here is why one of the main reasons why I thought this episode was interesting. And I think we can go around and discuss is what is the difference between life in your twenties versus your thirties? What are the expectations of what you think things are be, I guess like maybe best and worst things about, about both we Mm. should go around and do. And I feel like, because that's what the whole plot of this was. And it all ends up kind of good for them. But I don't know. I thought they did a good job showing both. I'm not. I'm not. Let's do it. I don't know. You don't care. Like, I I, I think, and I'm not trying to, like, make put myself out of a pedestal, oh but I'm gosh. not. <laughs> I, John, I, I have never liked John less That's than fine. this episode. I'm not a grass is greener on the other side guy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm usually, 
99% of the time very content where I am. Mm. And I think that this episode probably speaks to people that what that want to be in their 30s when they're in their 20s and want to be in their 20s when they're 30s mm-hmm. because they think that their life is going to be better either earlier in life or later in life. Yeah. And I pretty much I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky, but I'm also just pretty much very content mm-hmm. where I am in my life and the phase of life that I'm in. If I'm single in my 20s, if I'm married in my 30s, if I'm engaged in my late 20s, like it was all great. And I don't want, I never want to, to, and when I was in those phases of my life, I never wanted to be anywhere else other than in those phases of my life. Mm. So it's hard for me to like look at 20 year olds and have any sort of jealousy. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> no, Kevin, a, Kevin rolled his eyes at me because Kevin was like, oh, he and I just like live in these places. We're like, oh, why are we not in this other place? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're very good at being present and content in your yeah. life. Yeah. And so, not. like, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and as I said, like, I'm very, very, very lucky that I don't suffer from anxiety or depression or those things that yeah. cause people to kind of reflect in their lives and wish they were somewhere else. That's why I did Molly today. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, from. I never look at a guy in their 20s and be like oh man i wish i had those jeans like, yeah right i'm just like yeah i got my costco jeans or wherever these are from and i'm chilling i'm, mm. I'm totally fine well then my question would be what i mean i guess you expanded on it by explaining i i i guess that's taking it in a personal way of saying like oh I don't really this episode, therefore I don't like it. But I, I feel like I'm relatively content. But I see that all around, like all the characters that they showed. I thought were were people that exist that do live their life that way. Yeah, I wasn't even talking about the episode. I was just talking about your question about like how, mm-hmm. like how do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty yeah, versus yeah. twenty versus thirties. Like, yeah, I didn't like the episode. Let me be clear, because it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> not, not because the twenties versus thirties something. Do you know who? I feel like it was such like a general comment or s- such a general thing. But anytime people say, let me be clear now, I just hear Bernie Sanders. Let me be clear because he said that so I much love beer. And it's, <laughs> but it's always very, it's like a very good thing to say. Cause then you're like, cool, let me be clear. I'm going to say my thing, right. but s- so much just like, let me be clear. Um, okay. Then, then that's your answer. Do you have an answer? I don't know. <laughs> I, Fuck you guys. I know. I, 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 it's a little different because like I feel like my 20s I don't know like I feel like my 20s and 30s experience is different than other people's but maybe not um I I uh I mean I moved to New York when I was almost 28 and so my 20s was like I'm I moved across the country in my early 20s I had a period of like working and then in my late 20s a bunch of my friends were settling down mm-hmm. and starting families. And I was like, Oh, I want to move to New York and like get into comedy and entertainment. And so then I felt like I spent my thirties trying to be like, uh, like I, a bunch of people I met doing comedy and stuff here were younger than me because I had kind of, I think sometimes in New York, maybe, th- maybe this is not true. Maybe this is just true for me, but you kind of come in in a class, almost like college. Mm-hmm. And when I came into like, you were a little older, I was a little older yeah. in like all the comedy classes and stuff I took at the improv theater that I was at. And so it was like, Oh, okay. I feel like I'm in this one part of life, but like running with some people that are younger and then tried to sort of catch up to that. And then it all, so yeah, it wasn't like I lived my twenties doing this and things were crazy. And now I'm a little more settled in my career at 31. I, yeah. I like basically did a full reset around 28 mm-hmm. yeah, or 27. I do think there's like a, there are certain things that 
that are just normal about growing up. It doesn't mean that they're better, but it's like, I may travel a little further to go to this like thing that may end up being interesting and it either is or it isn't. It's like, whoa, that was really fun. And like, and we ended up being out late and that was great, great fun. And now it's like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know in my young twenties if I ever had been to a dinner party and now that's like more <laughs> of a normal thing yeah. that it's like, yeah. Oh, like, cool. I don't know if I need to meet anyone new. Yeah. I'm, I have a good set of people and I'd rather continue doing boring stuff with them yeah. than really exciting quote unquote with stuff new with new people. Totally. Right. Right. And so, so it's not, and and I think that that's kind of what they learned when they were out there is like, you know what? We don't need to go to this beach party or this Hamptons hoedown. Right. You know what? Let's like, let's go back and have brunch together. And I yeah. wish I was with big. Yeah. Um, so, and that's the way that I feel. Well, we have a, a exciting new segment on uh, the podcast today. I'm really excited to, to share it with you guys. It's uh, it's brought to you to us by um, Stephen Hans. Stephen Hands actually has a path in the Hamptons, Stephen's Hands path. Very interesting guy. He owns a lot of the Hamptons, uh, and he actually married his uh, sister, or his sister-in-law. Oh. So check out Stephen Hands, and uh, here's our new segment. Take it away. <laughs> it's a favorite time. It's a favorite time. It's Steve Talk. Miranda. <laughs> Stephen Hands. Welcome Talk. to Stephen Talkhouse. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Talkhouse. And what I would love for this episode of Stephen Talkhouse is if we could recreate uh, the scene, I would like, uh, Kevin, I would like you to be Miranda. Okay. And Corey, oh, I would like for you to be Steve. And okay. I would love to see what would happen if at the hoedown, Miranda, instead of, uh, instead of Carrie seeing Big, if Miranda saw Steve. Okay. I'll let you guys take okay. it away. That's good. Okay. Oh my gosh. I just want to go back to the city. I mean, this, this thing, it's like, why do we even peep? Oh, uh, Miranda. Hey, uh, hey, I didn't, um, I didn't know if you would be I, out here. I, I didn't know you were going to be here either. I, uh, I came in on the jitney. Are you, um, can I have a rum and Coke. I'm oh, uh, I'm sorry. How's the bar going? I well, it's going okay. I've been sitting here listening to these twenty somethings talk about uh, uh, talking about uh, philosophy, and it's really hot because I'm wearing this corduroy suit. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put a thousand dollar tip in here and get yourself get yourself a nicer suit, Miranda. And I ju I just want to say, uh, I really. I hope you're doing well. I, Miranda, that still hurts about the suit. You're being <laughs> a real pisser. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. And it's a big oh. oh, man. It's a wow. Big it's deep talk. Miranda. Miranda. Do we have time to take a voicemail? Yeah, we? yeah, we do. We have. I we, do. We have questions. Yeah, we have questions. We, have questions. we got a voicemail. We we have a phone number. It's on our Twitter. It's on our Instagram. Call us. Leave a voicemail. We'll try to answer it. Uh, let's play this. Three four three four two three one four six seven. There we go. It's not that, but it's on our Insta. All right. Hello, Bradshaw boys. This Ooh, is your hi. frequent Instagram pen pal, Carly eighty eight. Yes. Um, using this new form of a phone number to ask questions. Technology. 
So my question is inspired by the recent episode, which is what is your breakup behavior? Mm-hmm. In the episode you guys just watched, oh. Carrie was, you know, calling her fuck buddy, eating greasy Chinese, blah, blah, blah. So I'm wondering what your breakup behavior is. And I will share mine. And as I was thinking about my answer, I realized that technology has really fucked me where it comes with Explosive breakup problems. behavior. Because oh, mine is like drunkenly texting the person a week oh, later yeah. and like staring at their Instagram. Oh, yeah. No yeah. good. Embarrassing. Anyway, can't wait to hear your answer. And uh, keep the keep the good stuff coming. Oh, man. Thank you for calling. Carly88, thank you so much. Break up behavior. Yeah, you can't, first of all, Carly, you can't beat yourself up for for doing a little Facebook and Instagram stalking. You're only human. And if any single person prior to 2000, whenever that shit came out, they would have done the same thing. So it's true. So take it easy on yourself. It's okay. I, yeah, I, I remember the first like really, really bad breakup that I went through. I like, I was terrified. Like every train I went on, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I would have, it was hard to get back in that space for how Carrie felt in this episode. Cause we're on a different episode that we just watched than the one you said, but it, but it's when, you know, Carrie sees big. And I remember for every single day, I was like, I know she's going to text me. I know she's going to call mm-hmm. me. I know she, I just fucking know it. She broke up with me, but I know it's like bullshit. And then sure enough, it was like 28 days later, she was a zombie. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> it was like, it was like, three weeks later maybe four weeks or something and my phone just buzzed it wasn't i didn't even have an iphone it was like a blackberry and i can still remember and i just like picked it up and i was eating like a sandwich with some friends i was at flipsters that's closed now in park slope and i just saw it and i looked and i like just lost my entire appetite Mm, and i was like i fucking knew it and Mm. it just said and so my my behavior i guess then i would say is like Getting burgers with friends. Getting burgers with friends. No, it's, I lose my appetite and then I just, I zone in and I'm like, don't want to, I, I would never do the stocking thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I was, maybe if I was like hammered or had a breakdown, but I never, I never did that. And it was more just like, put your head down. This is really, really tough and like get over it. And that doesn't necessarily work because it's like involves not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But, but that was mine is just like, put your head down and plow through i think mine would be uh i i probably wouldn't do well i say i wouldn't do the social media thing it's hard to not do it but Mm -hmm. i do think that i kind of force myself to be like i'm gonna unfollow these accounts Mm -hmm. because i know that's the right thing to do and then i know there will be like a couple nights where i'm like going deep into the search and then i'm like "Ah, don't but then i probably would talk a lot with friends about it and just kind of be like i really need to like talk about this and um but it'd be a lot of ruminating. I would just like keep thinking about it. It'd probably mm-hmm. creep into my dreams some. And John and I were talking about this right before this episode, but I feel like New York becomes this map of, it probably happens in other cities too, but New York becomes a map of like history. Yeah. Then also, it also becomes this like land, this like minefield of, yeah. of terrible relationship oh memories my gosh. where you're just like, Oh yeah, I used to work there, and that is also the place. I yeah. I have places in the city now where I'm like, I remember exactly what happened yeah. there, and it took me a long time to be able to walk yeah. back 
you know, in that street. That's totally. the stoop that I cried on. Yeah, and exactly. that's the other stoop that I cried <laughs> on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so. Yeah, it, it's just yeah, thinking about that stuff. Yeah, I kind of miss breaking up with people because I always get in the best shape of my life after it. <laughs> <laughs> I just force gump. I just go. I just yeah. I start working really? out oh, and I, I don't do stop that. until I have like the best body of my life. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, I I just if Jenny says no to me, I run across the country a couple times. Yeah. I, I work out, eat healthy. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm gonna make myself the best version of myself ever and the- put on put on the blinders and just dangle the carrot in front of my head and go. I did CrossFit to get back together with a girl. <laughs> she was like, you need to work out more. And I was like, go fuck you, CrossFit. And then she wanted to get back together. And I was like, I'll still do CrossFit. And then I was like, t- back together like three weeks. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and there's a few times that I was out till wherever and drinking Jameson all night. And I still like showed up because yeah, we were doing dude. it together. And I was like, oh, fucking present. She was like, you smell like booze. <laughs> and I was like, I'm still a fucking CrossFit, bro. <laughs> I love your CrossFit. <laughs> Can you start a podcast called CrossFit Voice? Yeah, I'll be fucking there, bro. And honestly, I'm here. Hand me those tires. All right. We've gone for a long time. We've gone for a long time. Can I just say one thing? One more thing. This is from KTTKNS. It's kind of a bombshell. For episode 17, I want thoughts on the first ever Natasha sighting. Oh. Oh, wow. Thoughts on it? Okay. That's the way Big flippantly tells Carrie how he doesn't know how old Natasha is. Doesn't matter. What do we think? Uh, Big seems to say not, and of course Carrie's iconic cowboy. So we talked about that iconic outfit, which is cool cowboy outfit. But after meeting Natasha, I was impressed. She seemed really nice. I know you, you even said, said she, she seems legit. She's like she she class seems act. great. She's class act. I bet I she speaks know. more than one language. That's the Ooh, vibe I got from her. I like I that bet, vibe. It, yeah, I bet she speaks a few languages. But that's kind of devastating to be like, oh shit. I thought she's she would just in be a show. one and done, yeah. and like I thought. I nah. thought Carrie and Big would just have to deal with the residual of her running in. I didn't know there's going to be more Natasha. I first impressions, uh, maybe class act, maybe I like I don't think she's not a class act, but first impressions I'm like she seems smart and it seems like that'd be really heartbreaking to Carrie cuz she seems like she's like very confident and she can date this older dude who's in his 40s and then be like, I'm going to let you guys sort this out. It was very nice to meet you. Or how devastating it would be for Carrie if, if she can like lock down Big. I mean, Big was always this eel yeah. for Carrie that would slip away. Yeah. And Natasha at 26 or, or 7 can lock him down? Yeah. Mm. And and what's I guess what's impressive is we experienced it without knowing that she's still in it. It's kind of good to talk about it that way because... Because that shows that we're all like, man, who's this character? Mm -hmm. And they must have known when they wrote it. They're like, it's very important that she is not a prop. That she's because we were like, hey, I don't know. This is complex. And so knowing that, that's a that's wild. That's great. Thanks for sending that in. Thank you for that. Great episode, guys. Great yeah. episode. Thank oh yeah, it was a great. <laughs> oh, great. It was a great Bradshaw that. boys. It was a great episode. Bradshaw you boys episode. The, I don't know about the episode that we watched, but. Well, um, thank you guys. Uh, thank you, Har- thank you, Harley eighty eight, for your voicemail. If anyone is still uh, listening at the end, we have never asked for this, but um, if you guys are enjoying it, if you go on and give a five star review on iTunes, that helps so much. We have one hundred thirty five on there, and forty of them are from me going to the Apple Store <laughs> and true. giving them. But that was just for the first week, so that we could get get you guys known. But if you are enjoying it. 
if you rate and review, everyone always says that, but now that we are doing this, it's like, it's so important and more people listen. So if you do that, we'll, we'll shout you out and we'll, we'll read them and be very thankful. So if you have time, please, please rate and review us. We really appreciate it. And another announcement that has been happening for a while now, we are on Spotify. That's right. We're on Spotify podcast now. So listen there, send it to a friend on Spotify, put us on your Instagram on Spotify, put us on your playlist on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. If you're at a hot party and you've got like, you just got some like old school jams, some new school jams, throw a Bradshaw Boys episode in there. If you don't, you'll get crabs. Yeah. (laughs) That's just what happens. That's the truth. So uh, thank you guys so much, thank and uh, and we'll see you for the season two finale. Ooh. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>